0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another those guys you hate mini sesh with Ryan and Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how are you doing this week, my friend?
1: I am doing well, Ryan. Overall, this week has been good. Uh, coming in here, coming in here a little bit down, but overall, hoping to perform well for all of you animals out there.
0: Well, how are you? I hope that you and I hanging out for this little while is uh, uplifting and we have a good time. Mm. Uh, I'm doing really well. Christmas just ended, really shook up my normal schedule. And uh, overall, it went pretty well, man. I don't do well when I get shaken up, but we made it and now things are cooling back down again.
1: Well, impromptu vacations will throw you off of your normal
0: schedule. Well, and just the pressure of Christmas. There's so much pressure. we talked about this already on the show. There's so much pressure around Giving people what they expect, at least in my mind, that it's just, I, I, and I don't do my best work thinking about other people. So I'm really trying to put in work for it. And it was an anxious time, but we made it happen. And then it got canceled. So it was all I, nice. I was going to say, it was yeah. all
1: that anxiety for nothing because we didn't even do it. But is those are those expectations real or are those expectations ones that you are creating?
0: I would say I would say that I am. we're all creating our own expectations of what people want and what's going to make them happy, and you never really know. And since it never even worked out, I would like to say to the whole Menendez family... But goof. Now, this week, Tyler... It's not the family's fault. It's a pandemic. No, and I do understand that, but I've already said it. Menendez family. But goof. Now, Tyler, please explain to the uninitiated Haitians what a mini-sesh is. It is... A mini episode we put in the middle of the week because
1: you guys were clamoring for more of our voices, uh, more of our voice, and you couldn't get enough. So uh, we put this out in the middle of the week to give you a little story and do a um, an unorganized uh, Menendez family uh, lore, as it were.
0: Sure. Instead of a structured session like we normally do, we tell a little story from our past. And this week, I'm trying out something a little different. This week... Maybe this is not going to be too exciting for people who are listening to it, but I'm going to be telling the story of one day my son and I were stuck inside my mother's house on a rainy day. We like to go outside. We like to do a multitude of things, but that day we had very limited options, okay? Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, it's usually it's video games and, uh, and movies for me on a rainy day. You actually
0: wanted to contribute something to this planet. Well, not even that. I just, you know me, man, I can't sit in the same place for a very long time. I am really, uh, what is that? Like AD? I don't even know what it is, but I weird have, is the word Ryan. What is the argument that's been going on in the Menendez family? F- probably the longest. Uh, Who is loved more by mom? Who is the favorite son? There is three of us, the two Menendez brothers that you're currently listening to, and one Mikey Menendez. Now, if you guys are living in a family with multiple siblings, I'm assuming that you have experienced some of this as well.
1: And all the youngest siblings know it's us. So
0: just saying. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Babies need to be babied, so here we are. That's actually kind of true. Now, here's the deal. (laughs) I want to be babied! I'll kill you! Shut up, middle child! Hey, if I kill you, do I become the baby? I think that's how it works. Okay, we're going to take a quick little pause. (laughs) Elevator music here. And when we come back, a one-man show. (laughs) Right, Tyler? (laughs) Now, do you understand that whole birthing order thing? Oldest, middle, youngest? Do you know anything about it? I,
1: in like the, in terms of personality traits and whatnot? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to a certain degree where the oldest they can deal with um, abandonment issues more than the other siblings simply because they were the first ones in. Sometimes they feel like they're, uh, there's love lost by the parents. You mean stuff so, like so that? So you're
0: saying that they feel abandonment issues more often?
1: Uh, I would, yeah, more often than the other siblings because there's a new entity coming into the family, and now the love
0: is going to be divided, sure. or, or from their eyes, maybe taken away. I'm not as important as I used to be. Mm. The middle child is always known as the one who is seeking attention, mm-hmm. which I don't think is true at all. <laughs> I don't get it. I like to see those documents. <laughs> Uncle Sam. And, and For the youngest? And the baby is gay. As fuck, Tyler. <laughs> Prancing around the house, <laughs> just lighting things on fire. And uh, no, no, the, the baby needs to be baby. The baby is the one who's used to sitting back and letting everybody else take care of their manual stimulation, Tyler. Sounds accurate to me, Ryan. Man handle the ham candle. <laughs> so, I and, and I just bring it up because I find that to be really interesting. Any extraneous things that that affect your psychology and kind of can be applied across society, find that to be wildly interesting. Don't know if it's true.
1: Yeah, like universal traits based on these certain
0: qualifiers. Sure. Yeah. So we've always argued about it, and I came up with the plan on how I thought we could accurately depict who mom's favorite son was. Now you ask yourself, How could you figure that out? How do you quantify love? It's such an abstract idea, correct? it is
1: like combining religion and science and finding a perfect middle ground between the two.
0: Which I believe are saying the same thing, but let's not get into that. That's another episode. We'll save that for (laughs) session 111. So- Kook alert. What my son and I did is we decided to, well, before I even get into that, Tyler, please describe to the listener what the Hall of Shame is.
1: Ah, well, it's a hallway in our mother's- House where we grew up, where the Menendez brothers grew up. And it is just filled, filled to the brim of photos of us, uh, of the Menendez brothers and
0: others when we were younger. I like that, Menendez brothers and others. Mm -hmm. And there will be a picture of this on YouTube. If you go to those guys you hate, all one word, there will be a picture of the Hall of Shame. And as an added bonus, Maybe you could use some of these pictures and figure it out where Mama Menendez lives. I mean, they got a nice house. They got plenty of stuff in there. You could probably, you know, raise yourself up by your bootstraps. But that's an entirely different game.
1: If you're one of the first few people there, you can get some good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They got a, Like you said, they got a nice house. You could grab some stuff. Dude, every time I'm there, I'm like right for the loot. Mm-hmm. Right for the loot. And so weird that their password to the alarm
0: is one, 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 one. <laughs> we'll probably believe that. <laughs> So what we did is I quantified by assigning a numeric value to the pictures, which I will get into further on in the episode, and we figured out through this giant grouping of pictures who was the most beloved son, the favorite. Now, the way that I set this up, just to go for ultimate impact, is I did it like a science project that you did back in elementary school. I actually went through the purpose, the hypothesis, the material, all of these different things. Look
1: at you uh, flexing your scientific chops. I love it. Absolutely. And
0: I did it as if I were a fourth grader. So I believe that that is...
1: <laughs> Look, as long as
0: you're wearing the white lab
1: coat, sure, you're good.
0: Sure. You're good. I had a graduated cylinder. <laughs> I had a Bunsen burner. Bunsen burner. I was wearing goggles <laughs> for some reason in case we had to cut wood. Those are for paintball. yes yeah. <laughs> So... I will now read to you this email, and hopefully we we can go through it, and hopefully there's a payoff at the end. (laughs) Now, (laughs) something that you guys need to understand is, my mom, this was her house, of course, she was fighting this tooth and nail because she was so worried that we were going to find something really embarrassing, and at the end, the whole thing was more interesting than I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. So let's begin with the scientific method, Tyler. Now I entitled this, how much are you love a societal investigation? Okay. Mm. Now my son and I spent way too long doing this and I would prefer not explain it too much. Now, number one, the purpose, this is the purpose of our experiment. Since the dawn of time, only one question has been relevant. Who is the favorite son? As men of science, my assistant, Dr. Boy, and I aim to solve that question. Since the only woman who actually knows for sure can't be trusted, we've had to quantify her subconscious. We set out to numerically quantify the hall of shame. Now, I wrote quantify twice there. I think I'm trying to sound smart.
1: Yeah, you you do undercut yourself by using uh, "quantified" twice. Uh, I will say, <laughs> I don't
0: like to quantify your attitude here, Tyler. <laughs> I
1: will say that uh, I don't know much about science, but what I do know from all the movies that I have taken in over the many years that I've been alive, anytime a document starts with since the beginning of time or since, since, ti-
0: the dawn <laughs> of time. <laughs> since the
1: dawn of time, thank you. It is going to be a very
0: important document. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was there at the dawn of time. I'm giving you an eyewitness account. I know it. <laughs> Now, Tyler, I know you already know the end of this story, okay? But I don't know if you can think in a way that you don't. But if I had asked you your hypothesis on this, what do you think you would have said? If I had said, I'm going to quantify all of, and I'll get down to how I did it, what do you think you would have said? Uh, I would have said that the the standards by which you're
1: going through the numbers by which you are quantifying these things are fairly arbitrary these are photos that just come up as they come up and they're not relegated to any type of uh particular cycle or um or pattern i should say
0: there's a certain amount of room in that hallway there isn't much more expansion that could take place
1: yeah she's got to build another wall don't you (laughs) okay you're sounding a little (laughs) bit too much like
0: somebody i know so the the thing (laughs) is is that subconsciously, she is using the limited amount of space in deciding over the years which pictures to put up there. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't give that any sort of credence? I I do, but it's not done through any conscious effort on her part.
1: Exactly. Okay, so you're basically, this entire test is to figure out her unconscious bias towards one of
0: us. Correct. There's only a certain amount of real estate to give to one son or the other. Mm -hmm. How are we going to use this? Now, let me keep going because I want to get into the scoring process because I think that would at least help people understand. So, my hypothesis was this. My hypothesis shifted a bit while imagining this experiment. At first, I believed Mike, the firstborn, may have had a slight edge by being so much older than the other two participants. So so much older. Mm -hmm. Then I considered Ryan maybe the favorite since he was in the middle, thus having more opportunity when one of the other two were too old slash young. What's your take on that? Well, very much like a track
1: meet where the person on the inside is all the way back on the inside of the ring. Yes, he did get a head start, but at the same time, the pictures of us exploded when we were, were first born, so there was time to catch up.
0: Well, and, but I would say he still has the opportunity eight years later to have his picture put up there as opposed to you, who's just born at that time.
1: Yeah, but I think the majority of the photos are of us as children, and he reached old age way before us. Long time Long, ago. Long, 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 long
0: before us. Prehistoric menendez.
1: He's going to take it too far. So, uh, yeah. So, yes, he did reach uh, the age of, uh, ew, we
0: don't want you on our wall way before us. So I think that may may still give us an edge. At the risk of, you know, derailing the whole thing, I just kind of want to get down to the information. What do you think about that? Let's get down to the information. I get very self-conscious when I get in the middle of these things and I'm like, am I boring We call this reading. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Welcome to Ryan reading. So here is my scoring process, okay? If you are in a photo by yourself, so you have just a headshot up there, Tyler at Glamour Shots wearing a denim jacket with an American flag on the back. (laughs) <laughs> that gets three points. Man, did okay? I fill that baby Dude, out. I cannot Oof. believe you got your hair so big. Oof. Oh, my Lord. So, that got three points. Okay? Now, if you're in a photo with just one other person, that is two points. Okay. So, if there is a photo with just you and me, we both get two points. All right. Now, if there is a photo with you in a multitude of people- That is just one point. So, if there's a photo of the whole family, everybody gets one point. Gotcha. What's your take on that scoring system? Yeah, that sounds fair. It's depending on... Well, you said it was arbitrary earlier. Now that you've heard it, I want to know... Well, that's what I'm saying. It is arbitrary, but Giving me the numbers. Sure. Now, I have a picture here of how I actually went about doing the scoring. And it is definitely looking a lot like Kevin Spacey's Notebooks and 7. It's very crazy. I, I would love to turn it around and show you, but the problem is I'm afraid I'm going to unplug all of my stuff.
1: Gotcha. That's okay. So,
0: and if you actually want to see this, please go to our webpage at thoseguysyouhate.com,
1: our website, and uh, click on the YouTube link.
0: Yes, please. Go over and check this out. Now, one of the observations that I made while in the middle of this very scientific experiment mm-hmm. was we immediately realized that Mike was on a lot more sports teams than the other subjects. Maybe just being the firstborn, they want to put you in more things. They want to use that little China doll that is their kid as an accessory. As Certain a, expectations. Most of us do. Yes. Sure. Yes. Like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and all those black kids. Am I right? <laughs> I think they're Asian. Oh no, I guess they were African. Brad Pitt is not Asian, bro. <laughs> I guarantee it. He just smokes weed. Pitt. Pitt is definitely an Asian last name. So we tallied up all of the numbers. Just a couple interesting details before I give you the payoff. Please. And I have actually graphed this out, and the graph will be on the the, the video version of this. My conclusion for this experiment. That started as a fun way to spend a rainy day actually turned up some unbelievable results. And that is true. And again, my mom throughout this whole thing did not want us to do this because she was afraid of what information was going to come out. Okay. And when we finally tallied it up using the point system that I described, mm-hmm. Tyler was third place with a score of 100 points. That's bullshit. <laughs> Ryan was second with a score of 103 points. Mm-hmm. And Mikey Menendez was number one with a score of 104 points. <laughs> now, what this means is subconsciously over a span of 20 years, and forgive me if I bored you there, but I really believe that we came up with some really interesting You know, data, data after quantifying 141 photographs, the difference in points of all of those photos was four points. Mm -hmm. And I think that that there is something strangely beautiful about that. I mean, really my mom and
1: serial killery to be honest with you
0: was against this the whole time. And when she found out she was so proud of her subconscious, which is a weird thing to say.
1: Yeah. What's your take on that? Uh, that our mother is a serial killer at heart. And, um, that's terrifying. And that's probably where you get your journal taking skills from the way that they always come out looking like, uh, Kevin Spacey from seven. Absolutely.
0: And, um, mom is just partial to fairness and, uh, we're lucky to have her. It's gross. Yep. So I don't know if this is interesting on a part that we're probably going to cut out. I just told Tyler, I'm feeling very uncomfortable because we're doing something different, but I thought that was a real fun time in our life. And our mom's a fucking weirdo.
1: Yeah. And now I'm just going to go ahead and say that my, uh, conspiracy theory about this whole thing is that it's actually reversed. She's got to put more photos up of the kitchen that she feels (laughs) the worst for. And obviously that's Mikey Menendez and you are not far behind him. She doesn't feel that bad for me. So I'm good.
0: So, wait a minute. I'm still in second? You're the, still the middle child. You know what? I'm fine. If, the, if, that, if that works for you. You're still number two. If that works for you, Tyler, I, I don't give a shit one way or the other. Mikey, you need to get some help, bro. We're worried about Call you. Call somebody. That was suicide prevention with every nail that went into that wall. Uh, we love you guys. I hope that was fun for you because it was fun for me. Tyler, I hope it was fun for you. I don't know. I have learned that I lost, so no, not really. Not in this new realm, Tyler. You are on top. If this was a totem pole, I'd be number one. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be on the bottom. Mm -hmm. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. it was a bad idea
1: (sighs) red Uh, circle uh, uh, um,
0: um, what's up tyler how you doing bruh a little grossed out now yeah how you doing yeah i'm doing flammy, bro i have (laughs) mocos
1: gross a little
0: little mucus in there you know that's dad's least favorite word Uh, we talked about this a week or two ago yeah i have Issues with my brain, Tyler. Well, I have, you also I have issues with my brain. You
1: also really like fixating on things that bother others. Marcos, Dad. <laughs> Marcos, <laughs> you know Dad doesn't listen to this. Lucky for him. Yeah. I wish
0: I didn't have to either, Tyler. Is a good, good call on his part. So you're uh, you're feeling a little down, eh, buddy? A little down today. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Can we? Uh, I know we've already talked about it off air, but what the fuck do I care about that? Can we figure out what's going on? No conversations or... matter any...
1: unless there's a microphone present.
0: Leaky faucet Menendez over here. Yeah. Uh, you got any ideas? Anything different in your life now than st- maybe Christmas? Maybe all the shaker. Well, I guess we didn't do a lot for Christmas this year, eh?
1: We did not. And yeah, I think it was, it had a little bit to do with the holiday season because it was depressing as hell.
0: Thanks a lot, Omnicron, if that is your real name. Yeah,
1: yeah. Again, still saying that sounds like a Transformer, a Decepticon for sure. I am Omnicron.
0: <laughs> not great, but it made me
1: giggle, so it's <laughs> okay. That's all I
0: want, Tyler.
1: That's all I want. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it just, it's, let's hope to, let's, here's to hoping that this thing uh, burns itself out, you know. So we're not scared of you. I, I, I am a little bit, Tyler. Are you? Tyler, not scared, but I respect it. Nah, uh, I definitely not enough to call it out on Just national, like knives. On I don't
0: give a fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, for all intents and purposes, I greatly respect Omnicron only because I don't want that smoke.
0: I don't want to. Well, also, you're those guys who hate sign in oh, your right. window is just that's like, a yeah, huh? Which sounds like, uh, you know, somebody from the Israeli army. We're going F you up. Um, and what I would say about it. Well, you know what? I was about to espouse some crackpot theories. Tyler, I just came back from Bush Gardens. Um, what was the last time you were in a theme park? I was there taunting Omicron. <laughs> I had my dick out waving it at Omicron. We live
1: together. Stop taunting the pandemic.
0: They asked me to leave.
1: Stop. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, Omnicron is saying that you're making
0: them uncomfortable. We're gonna have to ask you to go. That little boy's name is not Omnicron. <laughs> Leave him alone. Uh, when was the last time you were at a theme park, Tyler? Oh
1: man, it's been many, many a
0: year. It's it's actually been quite a while since I've been. I am I myself as well. Mm. Um, really different experience, man. Being 39 years old. What in, in wait? I know. I know <laughs> th- excuse me. 39 years young. Yeah. Uh, in waiting on a line for. 80 minutes uh-huh. is a much different experience than being 14 and waiting on a line for 80 minutes. I don't give a shit. I'm happy to just stand somewhere. Like, it doesn't even bother me. I, totally good. Ryan, I could not agree with you more. If you give me shade, I, I, I'm fine. <laughs> everybody's on their phones and shit, and I'm just looking at people. Just looking
1: yeah, judging. Yeah, people. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> judging
0: people. Pink middle America.
1: Thanks for the enjoy. Thanks for the candor. Um, Yeah. That's the thing is when you're standing in line, everybody has their guards dropped because everybody, as you just said, is staring at their phone. You could people watch like a, like an all you can eat buffet, you know, don't
0: get too close though. Just as a personal, don't get too close.
1: We should do that. Like positives that have come out of the pandemic for me, top three, how far people have to stand away from you now. I love that
0: nobody crowds my personal space anymore. This sounds like the beginning of a suicide note. So I am going to digress, Tyler. To whom it may concern, (laughs) you know what the greatest (laughs) thing about the pandemic is? Nobody ever touches me. No, no. It's just that people aren't breathing Well, (gasps) on my neck. Going to a theme park is a multicultural experience. So it's a little different because in different cultures, they have different ideas about that. Yeah. So, you never uh, know what you're going to get. Standing in line. I, I would disagree. I think people have their guards up very much so. I think vanity. Based on no quantification whatsoever, is it an all-time high? Is that possible? Sure, I, I, that would be my guess. But what I mean by
1: guards dropped is because they're staring into your into their phone. When you stare into your phone, when I stare into my phone, when we all do it, you enter like a trance state almost. You are focused solely sure. on this device. It's a it's a different state of consciousness. It's, it's almost like a fugue state, you know. Sure.
0: It's it's and you're totally lost on the things that are happening around you. Okay, so you describe that as being, and, and we've gotten diverted here, and I'm totally good with it. So you describe that as being a defense mechanism. So that begs the question, do people actually enjoy the bullshit that they're reading and looking at on their phones? No. Because No, you don't think so? I don't think so at all. I think because social media is so popular the way that it is today, is because people love to hate watch things.
1: People really enjoy, I was certainly one of them, People love being triggered. They love
0: feeling that anger and getting into arguments with people and oh, you son of a bitch. But you can't say that all social media is that. That may have been your personal experience. No, but I'm, I'm saying sure there are that people it, not using it that way. It fuels a lot of that, is what I'm saying. Yeah. A in, lot in comparison of comparison shopping and does my dick look fat in these jeans? I understand. Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. We don't need to do it anymore. So we went um. Uh, again, a different experience for me walking around the park. Uh, it's so nice, especially Bush Gardens, because they have live animals every day. Mm. Now, as we chronicled on our last show. I don't want to be touched. I'm a germaphobe. I don't want to be touched by anything, so I don't like petting zoos. I don't want to touch your fucking dog. I don't know how oh, well oh you my. take care of your dog. God, I will hug your dog uh, within the first five seconds. I guarantee that thing's got ticks. But I guarantee you I do too. What I would say is this, uh, information on animals, observing animals, I find to be just astonishing. I love it. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. thing with, like, construction machinery. I don't want to do it, but damn, do I love watching it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think animal facts is one of those universal things where even if you don't love animal facts, I don't think anybody is getting upset about an animal They're facts. real life
0: Pokemon. They are Pokemon. And animals yeah. are, are, are Pokemon. Yeah. We just need to figure out. How to make them fight, Tyler. Oh, I was thinking how to
1: make them breathe fire.
0: And how to keep them in a ball <laughs> in our pocket. So another quick little observation about bush Gardens is- Wait, And Matt, before you move on, what kind of animals do they have Oh, there? I mean, they have cheetahs, they have tigers, they have elephants- Not live ones. They have gazelles, absolutely. What kind of stress do you think those roller coasters and rides and whatnot are causing to those animals? Uh, I, I, I'm not a pet- Psychiatrist, but I—I I don't think they're pets. I mean, I'm sure they're not living the best life that they possibly could. But the way that we're tearing down the Amazon, I don't know that that life exists anymore, Tyler. Mm, mm. So SeaWorld World, political gets, statement. SeaWorld
1: World gets brought down, but Busch Gardens gets a free pass.
0: Okay. I'm gonna stay home and shampoo my hair. I—I I don't have anything for that, Tyler. So uh, what was it, your observation? It was—it was—it was very nice. Another <laughs> uh, thing is the difference between Busch Gardens and Disney World. Bush Gardens doesn't have all of those stories to go behind. They don't have Cinderella. They don't have Beauty and the Beast. All the characters. They don't have Tangled. It's just like, here's some fucking rides. Yeah. Go ahead and ride them. You know, for and, sure. And so it's like a theme park mixed with a carnival. You'll have like those things where you like try to climb up a a ladder, but it flips you over, and and all those different things. So mm-hmm. Bush Gardens overall meh. But
1: the roller coasters are a good time.
0: I went on mm-hmm. three roller coasters, and my observation about that is, and and I I hope that. My girlfriend isn't listening to this because she's substantially younger than me. If you are, please shut this off. I'm fucking old, Tyler. I'm old in that. They really just shook me around and disoriented me and made me want to go to an adult care facility. But I kept that shit to myself. I didn't say anything. I'm, for all, you know, that are, it's important to I'm young and virile and I didn't hurt my hips at all.
1: I was going to subsequently after making a, at least you were wearing your diaper joke going to ask you, you must've been aching after that, but you must've knowing you put on a brave face and pretended like you were 18 again.
0: She wanted to do it and I'm there and, and I'm going to get to my final point about this. And, and it honestly didn't hurt me or anything like that. It just made me feel like "Mm, I I could do without this. My tummy hurts. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my head really more than my stomach. It's just disorganized orienting you know yeah. what i mean
1: yeah that gray matter is a little loose now now it just shifts around like a like a plastic bag with ketchup in
0: it. <laughs> it's all loose it's all loose in there now we're just doing somebody else's that's ass. fine I'm, <laughs> come and get me kyle canane and then at the very end i had a beer and then we went on another roller coaster oh, don't suggest it no now here no. is my ultimate point which is going to lead into what i hope is is show specific and that is have we described what Busch Gardens is? This might be a regional thing that people from Florida don't even know what that is. It's not like saying you went to Disney World. Yeah,
1: I mean, you did compare it to Disney World. And I it, called it a theme park. It's a theme park and roller coasters. If you can't put two or two together from that, what the hell are you doing with your life?
0: Yeah, you're a dumbass. Shut this show off and go... Actually, this show's perfect Jesus, now, man. Keep it- well, you are a dumbass, but so are we, so this is going to work out nice. Now, the final thing that I'm going to say is, and I mentioned it on accident because I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. I noticed because everything that happens to me now, I run through the filter of whatever's wrong with me and
1: Maybe the podcast, probably brain cancer. Yeah. It's brain cancer in this podcast.
0: I spend so much of my time judging my situation, judging other people, which secretly is me judging myself mm-hmm. and, um, and it just because that's so extreme, you're so put in such a, a strange situation that I don't do well with lots of people. Too much stimuli overwhelms me and gives me anxiety. It makes me want to go home. Hmm. Does, that, does that make sense to all the people out there? I'm sure everybody understands. Some people are better at handling it than others. I'm on the I-don't-want-to-do-it side. Well, I know for
1: a fact that there are a lot of people right now listening to this that don't like big crowds. However, internationally, there's going to be a lot of places, like in India, there's nothing but big crowds. Like unless, unless you go out to the wilderness, you're dealing with big crowds. I'm with
0: it. And, uh, I, and I totally understand. But like for me,
1: like somebody like me, I'm not necessarily a professional with big crowds, but I assume because of all my... Um, uh, music festival days back in the day, I got acclimated to those giant crowds being shoulder to shoulder with people. So those don't bother me at
0: all. Hmm. You know? Says the guy who stays in his room.
1: Yeah, but that's not because I'm scared of big crowds. It's what is not it? like it's not like I'm scared. I'm going to walk out the front door and there's just going to be a giant mob of people there. So then, what
0: is it? Uh, life in general. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I feel like we we tied that up with a nice little bow. There you go. So ultimately, my point. So We're got you
1: on my yeah, insecurities. I got you. That was I
0: got you. What you think you're? You think you're? You're healing? I will prove to you that you're not. I'm just kidding. I love you, man. I love you. It was weird. I love you. You yeah, saw yeah, yeah. a little bully Ryan right there. That was fun. I was just getting around. <laughs> I, I, I honestly have nothing to beat up on you. I, I was just, it just struck me. It's as <laughs> interesting. I'm, perhaps that's how So if you're okay with big crowds, why don't you leave your room? <laughs> why aren't you, Wait, what? Why aren't you fixed yet, Tyler? Forgive me. I mean, what is this show other than burying myself? What's your observation? And it's ugly. And my observation is, much like this moment, Noticing those things in in, while I was out there, I was putting in work, man. While I was out there, I was noticing like, hey, I'm very uncomfortable right now. And while everybody is immersing themselves in their phones, I tried to work through some of that Mm. stuff. So it was, uh, you know, what is this show other than a showcase for my narky behavior, which which I can then share with you. Bring up all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 I really love the word narky. I know I've already (laughs) talked about it, but I've been writing it a lot in my journal. I just Mm -hmm. really like it. Mm. It's kind of narky. Let's do the show.